This episode of 11 Point Collar is brought to you by Swoop Foomers and Weirdos Like You. It's 11 Point Collar, hosted by JD Frog Scout Hansel. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of 11 Point Collar. This is the 58th episode of 11 PC, and boy are things crazy here at Muppet Hub. Just yesterday, I wrote down the list of projects that I'm currently working on for both my internet life and my real life, and it is big enough to... Oh, I don't know, eat your Winnebago? Anyway, while I'm trying to start a new video series and write a screenplay and work on another website and get some other important projects done, Muppet Hub is unfortunately not one of my top priorities, but I won't let that keep me from writing and recording some fun stuff for you guys. This is just a tricky time of year when producing internet content is really, really hard. Still, if you're looking for more Muppety fun, I know Tough Pigs recently released a list of Sesame Street's 45th anniversary celebratory thingy things, so be sure to check that out. Out, and I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes to that. Also, while this may not be Muppet-focused per se, Steve Swanson's Backstage Podcast now has four fantastic episodes, so I highly recommend you go check those out. On the day I'm recording this, I just listened to show number four, and I was pleasantly surprised to hear Steve talk a wee bit about 11PC. Shout out to Chris Harris, by the way, for mentioning Steve's interview on 11PC in the email on Backstage. I really love it when people get the word out about this show, and I'm so glad that people enjoy it. Backstage actually has great interviews and every episode, and I know that one of the things I wanted to do more of with 11PC is interviews, so I will try to keep that going. Speaking of things I'm doing with Puppet Hub, segue, 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 I'm still working on a Puppet Rants video that I started in August, so I hope to have that out soon-ish. This one's pretty big, so editing takes ages with my weak video software and comparatively puny computer. I just got my computer back from the shop, actually, and it is because I managed to lose my microphone, and then my computer broke shortly after I found my microphone that Muppet Hub has not been as busy and active over the past two months as I might have liked. However, we did get out a neat article this month called Friends with Jim, and I'm hoping to get some feedback on that. And also, I'm still doing the Tumblr movie reviews with my Tumblr at jd11pc.tumblr.com. I'll get into the rest of the social media stuff in a second, but I should also mention that the Muppet Mindset now has a sister site called the Movie mindset, which I really like, and I'll try to get a link to that in the show notes as well. Okay, now for the social media stuff. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com jd11pc, on Twitter at jd11pc, and although I hardly ever use Instagram, I'm also at jd11pc there. If you guys think I should get involved with Reddit, let me know, but otherwise I don't think I'll bother just yet. Please feel free to shoot me an email at jd11pc at gmail.com, that's jd11pc. The emails that I get are very important to me, and I'd like to start reading more of them on the show, so I'm actually going to read a bit of an email I got recently from listener Brian Snyder, who says, Hey JD, I would urge you, if you have the time, to do a Jerry Parks tribute show. He passed away recently, and it'd be fun to learn more about his life since he gave so much of his talent to Fraggle Rock. P.S. My vote is for you to do less podcasts as opposed to doing alphabet-themed song podcasts. 
Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I've been considering continuing a Letter of the Day theme that I started a long time ago on 11PC, and those shows are typically a little bit easier to produce than other shows, so if I did more of that kind of show, I might be able to crank out more episodes. That's what he was talking about there. And if that's not really what you guys are interested in, I'm totally fine with that, but you guys just let me know your thoughts about it. As far as a Jerry Parks episode goes, I've been wanting to do something to celebrate the life of Jerry Parks since his passing on October 19th, and I just couldn't think of the best way to do it. My problem is that I don't have any information about Jerry's early life or personal life, and it is actually really hard for me to find online. So while this may not be exactly the episode I wanted to make, I will devote this episode to Jerry Parks, and he will be the topic of the Henson History segment. I may try to do a second show about him if I can find more information about his life in the future. But for now, this is what I can do, so thank you very much, Brian, for the email, and now we're going to move on to Trivia Time. As many of you may know, Doc on Fraggle Rock was designed to be a character that could be switched out in different countries with other versions of the character that would work best for their respective countries. So different versions of Doc were played by different actors, and lived in different homes, and had different occupations, and had different names. Which of the following countries did not call their Doc, Doc? A. Germany B. France C. The UK D. Spain or E. The Netherlands The correct answer was C, the United Kingdom, where they had the captain, who was a retired sailor working as a lighthouse keeper. The trouble with you, Sprocket, is you have no appreciation of true art. <gasps> How many times have I told you? <laughs> a thing of beauty is a joy forever. <laughs> If only you would give up your obsession with that hole in the wall. Together, we could create such beauty in this lighthouse. Now, Sprocket, even you, even you can't get through that hole. Studies in Henson History From the Muppet Wiki Jerry Parks was a character actor who originated the role of Jock for the North American version of Fraggle Rock. He reprised the role in the 1987 special A Muppet Family Christmas. In an interview following the end of the Fraggle Rock series, Parks remarked, I miss my sprocket. When the series ended, as with other cast members, he was presented with a piece of the set mounted with a tiny plaque as a gift. He is sometimes credited with his birth name, Gerard Parks. Born in Dublin, Ireland, Parks moved to Canada in 1956. His acting career spanned film, radio, television, and the stage. Parks worked often on CBC Radio beginning in 1959 and shifted into television and film. In 1968, Parks won the first Canadian Film Award, then called the Etrog and now known as the Gemini for his role in the movie Isabel, coincidentally named Uncle Matthew. On the small screen, he appeared on many Canadian TV staples, including the 1960s children's series The Forest Rangers, recurring as pilot Charlie Appleby, The Littlest Hobo, and sitcom The King of Kensington. 
For U.S. audiences, he had a key supporting role in the 1979 TV movie An American Christmas Carol, starring Henry Winkler and directed by future Fraggle Rock Helmer Eric Till, and played the police captain in the 1981 pilot for the detective show Cagney and Lacey. Parks also received the Andrew Allen Award in 1983 for Best Radio Actor. When he was cast in Fraggle Rock, Parks was just finishing a regular role as another type of doc, playing Dr. Edmund Lowe on the Canadian TV series Home Fires. After Fraggle Rock, in addition to returning as doc in A Muppet Family Christmas, Parks continued to work in children's television, guest starring as alcoholic photographer Phil opposite Sesame Park puppeteer Nina I cannot pronounce that name, on the TV Ontario puppet series Today's Special, and recurring on PBS's Shining Time Station as store owner Barton Winslow. Other post-Fraggle credits, often playing grandfather figures or clergymen, included the films Short Circuit 2, Mother Night, the Olsen Twins vehicle It Takes Two, and Trapped in Paradise, all as priests. My name is Jerry Parks, and I played Duck in Fraggle Rock. Like, I was the guy with the dog. That's how you remember me. Well, I acted a lot on stage and at the CBC on television. Did a lot of work for them. I feel like my name should be CBC Parks, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, um... One day, the script assistant from the show, I've forgotten her name, I think it was Carol. She worked for CBC. And she said to me, Jim Henson said, would you like to be interviewed or audition for Doc in Fraggle Rock? And I said, I don't sing and I don't play the guitar because I thought it was a rock and roll show. So anyway, when I heard it wasn't, I said yes. And I went in and there was... I don't know, eight or nine or ten, twelve people lined up there at a table, and I sat in a chair like I'm sitting now, talking to Jim Hanson et al., and uh, this dog came up, stopped breathing in my ear, and it wasn't a real dog, it was Brocker, but I didn't know that, and I said, get out of here, something like that. And um, several weeks later, I, heard, uh, I got the part, and I enjoyed it very much I enjoyed even my, my part was easy because I only went in one day a week because I didn't see the fraggles the duck didn't the dog did but I didn't I thought I had a crazy dog anyway I went in but even when I wasn't called in to work I went in to watch them shooting the show because it was fun for me and I was part of it so I'm sure it was fun for the viewers too. I remember once in the show, I um, had to chastise Sprocket. And I was in a restaurant here that night or that week. And a little boy was with his parents opposite and um, kept looking at me and scowling. So I found out he came over to me and said, you weren't nice to Sprocket. And I said, that's only on TV. I don't care, he says, you weren't nice. So he's quite angry that uh, I had to chastise Sprocket for something. Then in Halifax, I remember at lunchtime once going into a place and I ordered a, went on my lunch from a female waitress. So then a male waiter came out and served me my lunch. And he said, um, your, your server won't be out. She's in shock. 
I said, it's shocking. She said, because she saw you on, she, she saw you on television. So he said, I said to her, so what? You saw him on television, what's the big deal? And she said, he was an important part of my childhood. Well, I loved working with the puppeteers, Karen and Steve, and oh, there's so many of them. But it was really wonderful. Karen was wonderful, and Steve Whitmer, who played Sprocket, was absolutely <laughs> marvelous. I mean, as you know, Sprocket was made of cloth or material. And if he had to sit down on the set, well, they had to make sure that his front paws stayed there. So they had a, sta <laughs> a stapler, and they'd staple his front paws. Well, it was funny because Steve Whitmire, when they stapled his paws, went, ah, like a dog yelping. And Karen Prell played the, the tail wagging, which was very funny. See it running behind the counter. Um, but they were all funny and great to work with. I enjoyed it very much, and uh, it's the best gig I ever had. <laughs> Doc is an inventor and the only regular human character in Fraggle Rock, as well as the only character who appeared in every single episode. He lives with his dog and best friend Sprocket. Doc spends a lot of time in his workshop, a refurbished old room which is directly connected to the caves of Fraggle Rock via a hole in the wall. As a human, Doc is considered one of the silly creatures by Fraggles. He often lives up to this designation with his sometimes impractical schemes and inventions, but he is always enthusiastic about his work and is a good friend to Sprocket. Doc's accomplishments include such variety inventions as the Rocket Sprocket, the Collapsible Bookcase, and being named Man of the Year by the North American Society of Tinkerers. Prior to adopting inventing and the pursuit of scientific advancement as his life's work, Doc was employed as a barber. He has an off-and-on friendship-slash-rivalry with next-door neighbor Ned Schimmelfinney. Whenever Uncle Traveling Matt sends postcards to Gobo, they are delivered to Doc, who promptly throws them away. This makes it necessary for Gobo to venture out into Doc's workshop to retrieve the postcards. Doc is continually puzzled by the missives for this Gobo Fraggle fella. In the second season episode, A Cave of One's Own, the arrival of a new neighbor, Mrs. Ardeth, provides a romantic interest for Doc and a new sideline as a part-time manager of the Captain's Inn, a bed and breakfast that was built across the street. In the second-to-last episode, Honk of Honks, Doc finally learns of the existence of Gobo. However, in change of address, Doc and Sprocket have to move away to the desert, a considerable distance away, to be with Ned for his health, although both parties soon learn that you cannot leave the magic. Doc also appeared at a Muppet Family Christmas, accompanied by Sprocket, having rented Emily Bear's cottage at Grizzly Farm for Christmas until Fozzie Bear arrives with his friends to spend Christmas with his mother. In the final episode, Change of Address, Doc tells Gobo that his real name is Jerome Crystal. As Henson staff writer Craig Shemin pointed out at the 2001 Muppet Fest convention, that would make him Doc Crystal. And now, the closing clips. Easy! Oh no, steady, steady now! Hey, hey look! There's Santa Claus! <gasps> oh, quiet, Sprocket! The mechanized version of my new musical instrument is complete! No, quiet now, quiet, or you won't hear the music! Here we are. <laughs> you like that, Sprocket? <laughs> 
It gets more crowded every time we go there. Oh, yes, Rocket, I know you hate to go to the grocery store. Actually, you hate not going to the grocery store. I always feel bad when I have to tie your leash to that bicycle rack. Well, dogs just aren't allowed into groceries. Well, I think it's a health department, Rocket. I don't know why. Maybe they think that grocery stores aren't healthy for dogs. <laughs> anyway, I got something here to cheer you up. Peach and praline ice cream. Oh. Hello? Ned, are you feeling any better? Oh, that's too bad. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you over your groceries. No, 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 no. You stay nice and quiet until this asthma attack is over. I'll see you in a second. Back in the flash rocket. I gotta get Ned his groceries. There, now. Ned has his groceries. Now, where were we? Oh, yes. We were going to have the peach and praline ice cream. Where's the ice cream, Sprocket? I remember I had the carton in my hand when the phone rang, and I went to Ned's. That left you here, alone with the ice cream. The finger of guilt points your way, Sprocket. Well, if you'd eaten that peach and praline ice cream sprocket, there'd be an empty carton lying around. Well, I don't see one. Maybe I've been hasty. You didn't eat that ice cream, did you? Well, I guess I owe you an apology. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Sprocket, but proof is proof. Mm. You must have eaten the peach and praline ice cream because here is the empty carton. <laughs> oh. Huh? oh, you're right. Wait a minute, this is chocolate ice cream. This is yesterday's ice cream carton. Mm. I give up. Mm. I'll go and get some more. Mm. I don't know where the ice cream went. Mm. I know where the ice cream went. Mm. I must have put the carton in my hat when the oh. phone rang. Well, Sprocket, this will teach me a lesson. Never jump to conclusions. I'm sorry. Now, sir, would you care for some peach and praline Soup. Oh, come on, Sprocky. Maybe I'm not too late after all. Hey, I, I never saw that tunnel before. Tunnel is magic, Koopa? Huh? 
I'm beginning to think everything's magic. If you see it that way. You know, Sprocket, meeting that fraggle made me feel different. If little furry creatures could live behind the walls, why, that's magical. And then anything is possible. Think of it. Maybe you're magic. Maybe I'm magic. Maybe Ned and Fluffinella are magic. Maybe the whole world. And then Sprocket, if we wanted there to be a fraggle hole behind that cardboard box, well, who knows? for you. From the trash heap. The trash heap? She's our oracle. Nor of all our wisdom. She said, I should tell you, you cannot leave the magic. Oh, thank you, Gobo. As a matter of fact, Sprocket and I just discovered that. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Sprocket! <laughs> at Fraggle Rock. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot watch or even listen to the Fraggle Rock finale without just beaming with 
happiness somehow. It's such a grand, joyful finale. I love it. Anyways, on a kind of unrelated matter, what would you guys think if I started including some puppet videos on Muppet Hub's YouTube channel that featured some original comedy music? Let me know in the comments or shoot me an email at jd11pc at gmail.com. Until next time, waka waka, wubba wubba, and you cannot leave the magic. Ahem. Okay, so now I just gotta start talking like Jim Henson. Okay. Ahem. Alright. This episode. This episode. This episode of 11 point. I mean, seriously, have I completely forgotten how to talk like Kermit the Frog? Because I used to actually be very good at it. You know what? Here. Here's an idea. How's about I do this? I will get my Kermit the Frog puppet out of the closet right now. Yeah, and I'll use that to help me get into the Kermit the Frog feel. Yeah, it's, uh, apparently it's a very difficult thing for me to do today, so... Uh, this will probably help with it a little bit, I think. So, here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Alright, now... Okay, so I've got the Kermit the Frog puppet on my hand, and I am looking at him, and I am I'm starting to get a sense for how to do this now. Okay, so maybe if I have the Kermit the Frog puppet on my hand as I record, I can get a better take, and I will be pleased with the recording so I can move on to the rest, okay? Because I need to move on. Because I need to move on. You know what, my nose is a bit stuffy. That's probably a part of why I don't sound quite right. Um, I think this is just gonna have to do, okay? Alright, so, this episode of 11 Point Collar is brought to you by... See, now I've forgotten the sponsor. See, look what i done. Okay. Yeah. This episode of 11 Point Collar is brought to you by Swoop Foomers and Weirdos Like You.